everyone. Welcome back to the Queens of Social Work podcast. I'm your co-host, Queen P. And I'm your co-host, Queen H. We invite you all to join us this week as we share, laugh, cry, and learn through our experiences as women of color who happen to be social workers. So let's get started. Hi, everybody. Hi. (laughs) Hey, look. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. So... Queen H, we have made it to the end of the year. Um, today we're reflecting on our lives, on our year, on our career, and of of course, coming to the end of this, you know, the season, the end of the holidays. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's common in this time. I don't know if it's because it's winter months or, you know, what have you, but you just sit and reflect and you know, what this year has meant. And then sometimes you go a little deeper, like, you know, what's going on in your life and what's going on in your career and different feelings and things come up, you know, when, when you do that, right? I look over the year, you know, and I just think about career-wise, you know, at the beginning of the year, like I had never written a grant. Now I'm trying to write a grant <laughs> and trying to do it. And that's difficult because, you know, I don't like to write nothing. <laughs> Amen. Writing is not your thing, but that don't mean you can't do it. You got that, son. And and you're right. And the thing is, and generally when the writing comes out, people are like, oh yeah, it was great. Like I was able to um, write in a journal for work. So, you know, it was published in a journal and that was something so different for me. Um, so it's like (laughs) so many things you may, maybe a goal I didn't set for the beginning of the year, but something that has come up. And so I feel like that's growth career wise. Um, and just the different things that have happened, um, for me this year, um, in my career, it's just been very, very interesting um, and nothing that I ever thought of. You know, have you ever felt like that? I, I think this is a reoccurring thing for me. Um, so, you know, I usually do my vision boards at the end of the year or very, very beginning of the new year. And I use that to set my tone for the year. So this year I had a lot of thoughts, a lot of expectations for myself. Um, I had thought that uh, I would be in a much different place than I am. But with that being said, I didn't expect to have the year I've had. And through it all, I feel really good about um, being in the place I'm at. Right. I am somebody who, who you know, is very um, ambitious and driven. And I'm always thinking like, OK, what's next? What we doing? I need a big big thing all the time. And really what I learned this year is that life is so fleeting. Literally, I've had a lot of loss personally in my family. And um, each time a relative, you know, makes their transition, it's like another opportunity for me to say, yo, let me take more time for this, for these things that matter. Because work is not everything. Like accomplishing particular goals and setting, you know, X amount of dollars and saying, like, that's not everything. And really this year has taught me that. Mm, that's interesting. So first of all, I do know that you do do your vision board, which I think is a beautiful thing. And um, something that I think, you know, I want to do a little bit more because I think if you put it out there and you can see it, you can actualize it. But one thing that I do do is like set my goals or determinations for the year at the beginning of the year. 
And it's not like a resolution because I think we've talked about this goal setting and resolution, all the, no, it's just a, a guide for your life. Some have been a little bit more open than others. Um, but I feel like some of my goals were like experience based this year, right? It was to travel a whole lot. And I really did that and, and still doing that, which is a beautiful thing, um, different financial goals. But I think you're right. Like, what is the you know internal measure? Like, how have I grown internally? That's been, you know, where I've been going, having the understanding that my life is so vast and what I can accomplish. And sometimes my mind can't fathom it, but that doesn't mean that it can't happen. You don't see the way where it's going or how you're gonna do it, but it happens, right? Um, things end up working out and there's a number of factors, I guess, with that. But I mean, ultimately is that the biggest thing is really appreciating each moment and having a sense of gratitude, even in the difficult times, like you're saying the loss, right? Because I had a little bit of loss this year, but I, I definitely know that there was a lot of loss for you. And how do you still enjoy life um, when all of that is going on? Man, I have to tell you, um, one thing we don't talk about enough is how grief impacts our life, right? And I know Queen J came on a few seasons ago and talked about love lost during the holidays. And it is enjoying life and moving on is really bittersweet because all of us are only here for a borrowed amount of time. We got to be grateful to the universe, the guys, the ancestors, whoever we're grateful to, that we got to have this person in our life and to be able to love them and to be able to miss them with the capacity we miss them when they're not here. That being said, you know, me and my family, them, my cousins, them, we used to love taking pictures and shooting videos and shooting the shit. And so, you know, you pop up video or you see a picture and you remember those times and what led to that moment. And, and that's the sweet part, right? Because, <laughs> you know, people are a mess. And when you think you got time to live and to make up after the fight and to, to love each other again and be kind, you know, when you think you got time, people be in their feelings, honey, okay? And the beautiful thing about that is we're all just human. Like, to think, oh, shit, I should have called her or we should have went to that dinner or we should have did whatever because now she's not here. That's futile, you know, because they're not here. And that's a moment you're not going to get. But to reflect with warm feelings and kindness about the times you did have, whether they were good or bad, because like I said, we're human. And you can't wish the argument never happened because it did. You know what I'm saying? And that's something you got to process, right? But moving on is bittersweet. And, and just being grateful for each day because even though the ones I love have transitioned around me, I, I get the pleasure of being here and I get the pleasure of remembering them fondly and speaking their name and making sure that others around don't forget them either. You know, um, in the the Mexican culture um, and, and other cultures as well, obviously, like death is not final, right? Like they have a, a offerenda on Day of the Dead, right? Where they put up like an altar and they offer things and they put pictures and I don't want to go too deep because, you know, obviously reasons, right? But other cultures have this thing too where they remember their loved ones fondly on an altar or with photos or with a candle or a glass of water or whatever, right? People reflect however they choose to reflect culturally, traditionally. But, um, you know, 
just keeping the person that you love alive is is a beautiful thing. It's hard work, and that's what makes it bitter because they're not here to to share in those memories. But on some version or some level, you know, maybe they are. So that's how I kind of move on, Queen Inch. That's a long ass answer. You know me. <laughs> no, no, no. I appreciate it because you know it makes me uh, reflect on a on a couple of things, right? One on on loss and and the holiday, right? You know, I remember vaguely the first holiday I had without my mom, you know, when she passed and being, you know, 13, because she died like two weeks before my 13th birthday, like a week or what? No, like three weeks. And then like two weeks before her birthday, because we were like a week apart in birthday. And so that Christmas, um, my dad, my mom was like layaway queen. She used to shop. <laughs> she used to shop. Listen, when he was... <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> Listen, when that man went through her closet, she had a bunch of stuff that still had tags on it. My mom liked to shop. Oh, Lord, spent hours. Um, but he went to um, the store and pulled out all the layaway that my mom had there and gave it to us for Christmas. And so that it didn't feel like not that we weren't missing, but that my mom still had a hand in it still, right? These are all the things that happened. And he still put mom and dad on the Christmas gifts and, you know, all of those things. So just thinking about my life from then to now, I've had some very interesting holidays and times to celebrate times of sadness and loss. But I think the biggest thing for me during this time, like I said, is to just have gratitude because last year at this time was a different Christmas than I had in the last six years. You know, when you, you're talking about loss of life, we also have loss of relationships, right? When you're used to doing a Christmas or a Thanksgiving with your significant other, but you don't have that anymore, right? So that's something that I had to deal with, you know, doing, you know, my first Christmas, my first Thanksgiving. And luckily I have family, but I think about those people who don't have a close-knit family that after this breakup happens, who do you turn to? I mean, I, I'm just really grateful because I went to my brother's house, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I don't even remember what I did for Christmas. Or maybe Thanksgiving, I went to a friend's house and then Christmas, I went to my brother's house. I don't know. You see what I'm saying? The brain. <laughs> 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 the brain don't want to allow you to remember certain things because probably there was some feelings but no I really I did enjoy it um I did enjoy no you know what I know I did thank goodness bam mm, the brain is really good I did go to my brother's house um for Christmas for a multitude of reasons because he you know he had he's had some illness and things like that so I got to enjoy time with him and my newborn nephew and my sister-in-law and just enjoy the time, you know? Um, and Thanksgiving, I did go to a friend's house. Um, so just, you know, having that time, you know, with family and being able to regroup after a breakup. And it led to this year where I'm, I'm great. Like, you know, make a new, a new tradition and, you know, welcome in, you know, all the blessings because people are here and you have love and you have, support so I don't need a gift right I just need the love amen I need some love too I love a good tradition you know I really do and the beauty about tradition is that they can be changed 
they can be remade as things change in your life, as things happen, as things don't happen. And you're absolutely right. Like when you think about loss, I mean, losses on all aspects, right? Loss of a job. You know, I was in a position that I loved previously and um, and I lost that. Um, and what I'm doing now is different, but I'm learning in this past year to love it also. Like, I hated it, child. You couldn't tell me two weeks in. I was like, oh, F these people, I'm out. But <laughs> I stayed <laughs> Because it's too much confusion, you know? And when you're doing something that you've never done before, especially coming out of being someone who is fluent in what I'm doing, right? I'm in a position where people are looking to me for answers because I've been doing this so long. And to now be in a position where you're the one needing answers. You're the one needing information. You're the one needing help. You know, come rescue me because this thing is acting up. You know, you need that. And so to be in that position, man, I tell you, it it challenged me. It stretched me in ways I didn't think I could be stretched. You know, at a certain point in your life, you're not trying to start fresh and no, no damn doubt. You know, most of the time when people are starting fresh at a particular point in their life is because they're going off trusting themselves and going into their own business. And they're like, well, this is my business. This is my thing. I set the tone. So people are more... I want to say capable child and I want to say amenable too, because it's your own thing, right? You determine what that look like, what that outcome is going to be. But man, when you're going to work for people and you learn something new and being so seasoned, you know, it is not easy, but the reward is you've pushed yourself. You've learned something new. Now you got another skill set, and not just to add to your resume, but another skill set that you now own, Nobody can take your skills from you and this you can use for anything in life. So I think, you know, when you talk about challenging yourself and the loss of different things and um, being open, I think that's a great reflection to have for this past year. I agree. And first of all, yes, (laughs) y'all, girl was like, I don't like this. I don't like what I'm doing. I got to (laughs) run. I got to get out of here. I'm getting out. (laughs) <laughs> you remember every day I was trying to quit I'm like y'all keeping me too long it's 10 o'clock at night no I quit that's it every night I would quit <laughs> <laughs> yes and and it feels like that and I agree when you're trying something new even being in the field this long you know when you've done something for a long time the confidence that you have in yourself and doing it like can't nobody tell you nothing right you know what I'm saying like you're out here skilling it what I know this like the back of my head. That's why you come to me. That's why you need me. I am here. What? <laughs> but, you know, doing something new. And I think, I feel like both of us started new stuff near each other, right? We started new um, paths in our career. Yes. Yeah. So it's a whole different thing and I and I felt the same way you talking about insecurities coming up Lord Jesus over here with the imposter syndrome I was over here doubting myself every day only for you know people to come up to me like oh my god you're so great H you know this is so good you know you're one of the leading voices in this and that I'm like leading leading what (laughs) they better know you a leader okay you out here at the top of your game. Go off, H. Girl. Now, if you were to say where we were working before I was a leading voice, I'd have been like, yep, I know, because I tell them bitches every day. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Amen to that. Listen, they were seeking me out, but being in this situation and on this path, working with this uh, particular population, it's been very different um, for me. So when they talk about a leading voice, I'm like, I'm learning. But I guess as you lead, you can be learning too, right? That's the hallmark of a leader. You should be learning as you lead anyway. Yep. All right. So yeah, I mean, with all that said, you know, I know we started one way and we in another. Y'all know how we do. Okay. We talk about one thing, then we start talking about the next thing, but it all goes together. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, this is the reflection episode. So we're reflecting on all kinds of things. That's it. Reflecting on life, reflecting on growth, reflecting on accomplishments, reflecting on challenges. You know, you should always be reflecting. And I think this is just the time of year where you do it. Like, what did y'all do? How how were y'all reflecting over y'all year, right? Over your life, over your career. Maybe you in school and, and you feel like you didn't do as well, you know, in the beginning of the semester. Listen, this semester not done. Keep doing well. Regroup. I agree with that 100%, Queen H. Give yourself an opportunity. As long as you have life, you have the ability to make a choice, right? Whatever that choice is going to be. And if you can continue to push yourself forward, if you can continue to um, give yourself grace, because there's a lot of us trying things for the first time out here, you know, and the goal is to get it done. Shit, it might look a mess the first time, but keep at it, you know, and that's what H is saying. Like, go ahead, semester not finished. Do what you got to do. And also give yourself an opportunity to reflect. I know we've talked, on this show quite a few times about the hustle, right? It takes a lot. You're working from sunup to sundown, weekends, extra shifts, whatever. There is a hustle in America, for sure. A hustle culture. But definitely, if you can, take the time to reflect about where you're going next, where you've been, how you've come so far, you know, how you may have come as far as you've needed to come, and now you can reflect on all the progress you made. Or if there's places you still want to get to and, you know, you have to get there, reflect, take a moment to think about the good, bad and the ugly and plan for your next season. I agree with that. And also, you know, we talked about earlier soft life and I know, listen, this ain't the, <laughs> this ain't the wrap up. So I, I'm not going to fully go into it. You know what I mean? But <laughs> just talking about the soft life, thinking about you know, what kind of experiences do I want to have? Not just what do I want to accomplish, like goals and things like that, but what kind of experiences do I want to have? Do I want to run butt naked on the beach? I might want to. So let me go experience that. What do you think about that, Pete? <laughs> now, you know, I done told y'all I be laying on the, on the beach butt naked all the time in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've said quite a few times, like, I'm just, you know, in my mind, I'm butt naked on the beach. I've said that quite a few times. So, yes, absolutely. You're right, Queen H. You know, I'm always talking about work and what we need to do and get to that. So y'all clearly get an idea of how I roll, right? Money is always on my mind. Um, but, yeah, experience. Because that's what life is about. When you get old and ting and wrinkle up. You need to be the old person at the facility talking about, yes, when I was your age, I was doing so and so and so, and I was butt naked here on the beach. You know, like you need to have those experiences so that you can reflect on those things. <laughs> That's right. Listen, an experience will always stay with you. 
right? You can have a house, you can have a car. I'm not saying don't have those things. Listen, that was my goal last year. First of all, that wasn't even my goal, but it happened. Hold on, how about that? When things are not even your goal and things be happening. I love it. <laughs> See how that worked out? See? This is what I'm saying. That wasn't even my goal, but because circumstances were circumstancing, <laughs> her sister had to go and invest in herself. See? Giving yourself an opportunity to have a different experience. One you didn't even think what happened when it happened, you know? This is what I'm saying. But just having an experience, making experiences part of what you want to accomplish in the year, that sticks with you forever. You're always going to remember that. Think about the memorable cases. You go back seasons and we're talking about memorable cases those are experiences <laughs> we were experiencing an experience no matter how crazy it was in our career but it sticks with us to this day you're talking about combined between us we have over 30 years in the field but we still remember stories from day one back in the day yes yes experiences in our lives experiences are so wonderful because they can be good bad ugly but at least you are having the ability to have that happen to you whatever it is right because there's always again choices that you can make choices that you can make choices that look choices that you can unmake <laughs> for, for for look for a lack of a better term i don't know how to say it but that's what i'm saying I like where you're going with that one. <laughs> I need a redo. Like, I need a redo. You know? mm -hmm. But your experiences make make you or inform you or I don't even want to say make you who you are, but they add to who you are. There we yes. go. That's it. That's perfect. That's perfect, Queen H. Absolutely. They add to who you are. Exactly. So please, y'all, this upcoming season, this upcoming year, have some experiences. What do you think about that? I agree. And I'm going to use your advice. I'm going to work on some experiences for my next year. I'm going to go ahead and put that on my, my um, vision board. And I'm going to put butt naked on the beach <laughs> on, <laughs> on my upcoming vision board. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, it's going to be full, chuck full of experiences. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank y'all for listening. Listen, have a happy holidays and we'll talk to y'all soon. If you guys want to connect with us on social media, you can follow us on Twitter at the Queens of Social Work pod or on Instagram at the Queens of Social Work. If you want more information on the topic we discussed today, feel free to check out our show notes or email us at thequeensofsocialwork at gmail.com. We'd really appreciate it if you rate, review, and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.